a lot of times that's what's making us present our health issues is we're not connected to our passion and our purpose and our mindset work needs a lot of focus and we might have uh, emotional traumas we need to work on or relationship issues. So many things contribute to our health. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. My name's Rick Nusky. It's great to have you here. If this is your first time on the show, um, I know you're in for a treat, and if you've been supporting the show for any length of time, thank you very much for that support. I get a real kick out of knowing that the show is making a difference for you, so keep that feedback coming. So uh, on today's show, I have the pleasure of welcoming book author, functional nutrition practitioner, and certified health coach, Sandy Gascon, to the show. Welcome to the show, Sandy. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Rick. Absolutely. A pleasure. Now, we're going to be talking about whole body healing, functional labs essentials to healing, along with your new uh, practica, uh, practitioner certification course and your latest book, Heal Yourself. But um, before we do any of that, it's customary for us to spend a few moments of time learning a little bit about you. Now, we've just been talking about uh, your border collie, so I know that you have a, a love of, of animals. Talk us through uh, your relationship with your pets. Oh yeah, dogs and horses. That is such a passion for me. I have always had them since I was very, very young. Right mm. now I have two dogs and I have a border collie named Missile. She's 13 and a half and I have a little Jack who's about eight. Both of them still think they're two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very high energy dogs. Um, and I have three horses, uh, Jack, Bella, and Bee. Wow. So it's I hear, I saw a sticker on the back of a car one day. I said, uh, um, I'm broke. I own horses. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You got it. Right now with the price of gas, everybody's saying, oh, I'm going to go buy a horse and I'm going to ride them everywhere. And it's like, no, no, you won't. Believe me, the prices of horses are oh. way more, way more than the price of gas. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what it takes to own a horse. I can imagine that it would be a very like early start, would it be? Um, so it really depends. If you have a farm, you can definitely um, provide for your horses a lot easier, especially if you can grow your own hay. Mm. Hay right now is very expensive, especially um, we're in Florida for half the year, and it's very expensive there. It costs just in hay probably twice as much to feed the horse, just feed, not board, than mm. what I pay for board and feed in Canada. So really varies where you are with the price of hay, um, your price of board, if you don't have your own place. And to buy a horse, the market definitely has increased significantly, just mm. like everything else. Um, so it really varies depending on the horse that you want to buy. You can spend a, a couple thousand dollars, probably mm. not going to get very much, especially if you're just into it, you're going to want something really well, we call it broke, so really yep. well trained. And you're going to look at least ten to 20000 to get something that oh. you could ride if you weren't advanced. Now, if you are advanced and you want to get a, a very well-bred horse, you could be paying upwards of $100,000. Goodness so, me. That's really yeah, up there, isn't it? Range, <laughs> oh, it, it's pretty crazy right now. But um, I have three horses. I paid 
600 for one, 2500 for another, and 6000 for another. Yes. And that was a few years ago, so definitely the prices would be more for even for these horses, but yeah, so well, much different range. And you've talked about your dogs. Is the love the same, or is there a different type of love between you know, your yeah, different the, pets? The love is definitely the same. Mm -hmm. the, the love itself, but the passion for me for riding and being with my horses, training my horses. I used to have that same passion with my dogs mm -hmm. doing agility. I used to compete in agility. Um, my body, since having my son, does not like to run anymore. <laughs> um, my, my, my bladder doesn't, doesn't do running. And so that passion has kind of faded away. Faded and it's away. Just, yep. um, my, my love for horses is still the same. Well, thank you for sharing. And, you know, if anybody yeah. wants to uh, see images of you riding your horse, I know you've got mm. a couple on your website, which we'll talk about in a little while. So, yeah. um, so where are you calling in from today, Sandy? Right now, I am back in Canada. We uh, just got back from Florida two weeks ago. Now, is that uh, you mentioned briefly that you travel between the two locations fairly often? Is mm -hmm. that correct? Well, we just purchased a house in Florida in the fall of last year. Mm -hmm. And so right now we are working on our working visa because we would like to stay there as much as possible and just come here for the summer months when it gets too hot there. But Florida is definitely very it, it is paradise most of the time oh yeah absolutely now i know that uh, you have some uh, wonderful hobbies and sports that you get involved with you still playing golf i don't play golf as much not since i got pregnant i used to play golf mm -hmm. um but it has <laughs> definitely been a while i i still swing a club every once in a while and i can my husband's like, I don't understand how you can hit the ball that well. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I, I don't know either. But my son already is swinging the golf club, and I cannot believe the swing on the, my little three-year-old. Yeah, they take it up naturally, don't they? Mm -hmm. So what amazing. sort of, um, what, you know, you've got some downtime, presumably. And what do you like to do with yourself when you're just relaxing? Uh, just, just be with my family. Mm -hmm. just, whether it's playing with Caden, going to the park, sitting and watching him play in the sandbox, or... Now that we're back in Canada, I love to spend time with my family and my friends. Yeah, that's wonderful because they grow up so quickly. That's for sure and certain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now, I know that um, you have uh, a number of pets that you've loved throughout your life, but I'm a real big pet lover. And I'm wondering if there's one when you were growing up that you can remember fondly. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Very difficult. I <laughs> I used to rescue um, cats and dogs, so oh. I actually have had over a hundred cats. By the time I was about sixteen, I have ha I had over a hundred cats, and um, quite a number of dogs we rescued. Not so much with the dogs, but multiple, multiple cats. And growing up, there was a cat named Dallas. Um, he was black and white, and he ended up passing away very young. We had a, um, a disease go through all the rescues mm. where I was, where I live, and it, it sadly it killed so many kittens. Wow. And um, he was only about six months, and that year we lost so many, so many kittens. Most of the adults had no problem with the virus. Yep. But um, yeah, it was, it was quite sad, and I, he has left a big impact on me. Yeah, wow. Thank you for sharing. I mean, this gives yeah. great context for the for the call because yeah. people love to know about the people behind the businesses. And um, mm -hmm. I'd love to um, know, um, what was your first ever experience um, as an entrepreneur as such? 
My first experience starting my own business was um, I started, a, it was called Affordable Massage Therapy Sudbury. Really mm-hmm. creative name, but <laughs> it, it really told people exactly what it was. Exactly. So um, I originally went to school to be a doctor, but ethically I didn't feel that I could prescribe medication. So I switched paths. Mm-hmm. And after I finished my degree in biomedicine, I went and became a massage therapist. Um, after I, I practiced for a little bit, but with my health issues, I ended up stopping. And when I moved home with my parents, it took me a few years. I, I really focused on healing and I was able to get myself back to really amazing health. So I got my license back and I started this um, business that started from scratch and very quickly became very successful with it and was very booked as a massage therapist. So that was my my first endeavor into owning my own business. I had worked as a massage therapist, but I was always working for people before that. Yeah, I know that you've had a few personal health challenges. I'm wondering if we could talk a little bit about that because you've talked about it on your website and in various other places. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's important again for the the sake of context. Would you mind sharing a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So the, I I have had a really good go. I always (laughs) joke, I I have the uh, short end of the genetic stick. Definitely. <laughs> but it's really given me a lot of things to overcome and that's really enabled me to be the practitioner that I am and help my clients because mm. I've experienced so many things and moved through them. Um, I started having migraines at age seven. <clears throat> I started suffering from insomnia and depression at age 13 and wow. I went into these manic stages and um, it wasn't surprising because of the mental health issues in my family. Mm. So mm. it was kind of more so normal, which is very sad. Mm. Um, but that continued to progress and get worse. And I was diagnosed with bipolar depression at um, when I was 19. Mm. I was put on a antidepressant and we tried multiple drugs, but we found one that really reduced a lot of the symptoms that I was having, the fluctuations with with my mood from manic to depressed and it reduced yep. the migraine significantly, but I, I was a zombie and I went from being incredibly um, intelligent and e- like very easy to learn things. I had a really great memory. And when I was on this medication, everything shifted. I had trouble focusing. I wasn't able to concentrate. My drive went down. Mm. Um, so it was still, even with the negatives, it was a step up from where I was but definitely nowhere near what I soon found out I could get to. Yeah, right. But yeah, I ended up um, going to school to be a massage therapist. And then uh, right, right before I was graduating, I ended up having severe food poisoning and that just spiraled my health out of control. I can and I imagine. Was, yeah, I was diagnosed with lupus a year later. And that came with a lot of... <laughs> symptoms like fatigue. You don't do things by halves, do you? Oh, I know. We just had to go full <laughs> out, right? So I ended up having to move home with my mom after a year of trying to heal naturally, but really not going at, at it in the right um, approach. Mm. But I had nobody to help me, nobody to guide me. And after a really dark year, I pulled myself out and was able to really shift my focus and use my science background to start looking at how the body functioned and what we could do supplementally to fix it. Mm. And I went to work on that. I was able to get off the antidepressants, finally balanced my brain, uh, was able to put the lupus into remission, but I was still having 
some skin issues and was trying so hard with trial and error to address it. And I ended up doing things um, that caused a lot more harm than good because I was just guessing with my symptoms. So I ended up developing interstitial cystitis, which, you know, made lupus look easy. Easy. And um, it was uh, another year because I, I knew that there was, was a course, the functional diagnostic nutrition course out there that could help me run the labs and learn how to really see what was going on in my body. But I was having this mindset block. I didn't feel uh, worthy enough. I didn't feel confident enough. I didn't understand how to follow my gut or how to invest in myself and why that was important. And it took me a year of significant suffering to make that plunge and take um, take the course. And yep. from there, I did a lot of upgrading um, and learning the new, more advanced testing that we have access to. And I was able to put that to about 90% better. And from there, I, I graduated from that and was able to hire a business coach because I'm like, wow, I have no idea what I'm doing with <laughs> the online world. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so I hired a business coach and she very helped, very quickly um, helped me scale to making about 10,000 a month. And, Excellent. and she taught me how to scale from there. And very easily in my first year, I, I hit the six figure mark. Fantastic. That's that great. Really I cool. mean, it's yeah. it's it's another version of the rags to riches story, but it's, um, you know, personal mm. health challenges. And now along yeah. that, you know, from talking with you now, you wouldn't you wouldn't know it. But how does you know, how do you feel today? And has mind, your mindset played a big part in, in achieving the goals you've you've achieved so far? Yeah, mindset work has been life changing, mm. which we learned like what she taught me was not about marketing it was about shifting my mindset we spent two full months just on my mindset and i i did work on building a website but um that was the shift and from there i took the uh train the trainer course with jack canfield and yes that i was, was going to ask you about that huge shift yeah yeah huge shift and that really moved my bladder i i realized there that i had a lot of emotional trauma that was affecting my bladder and causing and contributing to the interstitial cystitis and when i released that i actually came home from the breakthrough to success training and i didn't have any more bladder pain it was a five-day shift so i started to incorporate that into my coaching um and it's really really helped my clients and that's where what you see in my book heal yourself is not just about the testing which is very important and we want to do it and we want to test and we want to get the proper supplements on board we want to understand our genetics but the mindset work is so important and it's also really important to start connecting to our passions and our purpose because a lot of times that's what's making us present our health issues is we're not connected to our passion and our purpose and our mindset work uh, needs, a, needs a lot of focus and we might have uh, emotional traumas we need to work on or relationship issues. So many things contribute to our health. So how do we simplify this? Because, you know, I, I get this, this question popping into my mind is, is it essentially what you think about you bring about? Um, yeah, definitely. There, there is that aspect when you can really get to that level. Mm. Um, like I think intuition. 
Yeah, well, I feel that there's phases that people go through. Like the majority of people are not awake. They are just in victim mentality where everything is happening to them and they feel as though they're a victim. And then most people shift from there into manifestation. So that's when we learn that, yes, thoughts create things and what we think about we do create. And that really normally moves people into a money-making um, stage, which most people have to go through that that part. Mm. And then from there, we we see people move more into allowance, where there's a lot of trust and faith that everything is happening. Um, and I think what, what people get caught up on with the mindset is that it's all about positivity and that you just have to be positive all the time. And there's a much deeper layer to that. We do have to honor and respect and express our emotions. Um, But definitely what we focus on a lot is what we're going to get more of. But if Mm. you have a lot of emotional trauma or you're holding a lot of resentment to your partner or your boss, you're not just going to be able to focus on what you want. You've got to work through those things, express what you need to express, change what you need to change, set boundaries, and really find that confidence in yourself and your value. And that is a process. I don't feel that it's um, just as simple as let's create some affirmations, which are powerful in their own way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do include them in my book, but it definitely is a much more multifaceted um, endeavor. It's it's a question I'd love to ask, given the, I guess, the tumultuous nature of the world we live in at the moment. And we know mm. that everything in our bodies is connected, the mind, the body and spirit. We no longer, I don't think, I think we've become more awakened to the, to the, the fact that our mind, body and spirit are one. Um, but that's an internal perspective. Now, when you look externally, you look at the world around us, um, how is it that um, you go through a day and manage when you hear news that's not favorable, not, not positive? And how does that affect your body? Um, definitely for me, it is a deep sense of trust and faith that mm. all things are moving us towards an expansion in consciousness. And right. some things do need to fall apart in order for that to happen. Um, it, it definitely is a challenge um, in today's world to not get caught up in anger and frustration. Um, and we know that anger and frustration, sadness is not going to change that. So it's shifting into our vision. What do we want to see in the future? What, what do we want that future to look like? And then just getting really present as much as possible um, and not be going to these futures that are terrible all the time because as a um, global consciousness we want to as much as possible be working on ourselves because if everybody was working on ourselves and moving ourselves to peace and um, higher vibrations excitement focusing on our passion and purpose we wouldn't have a lot of these issues that we're having right now yeah that's great feedback very sage advice thank you very much for sharing sandy Mm -hmm. now uh, is it ever too late do you think to start working on your health issues no, I don't think it's um, ever too late. Uh, it, Nita Morjani always comes to mind where she was actually dying of stage four cancer and she died and she had a um, experience that um, was quite profound and I highly recommend 
everybody read Dying to Be Me. It's definitely mm-hmm. one of my favorite books. And she was able to heal from that. Now, is everybody going to have a near-death experience? You know, possibly, probably not. Who knows? Um, I'm not going <laughs> to make that statement. I'm right on that. But, <laughs> right. But it just shows that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Anything is possible. And I think it, it's, it really comes down to a difference. Um, when we're really trying to attract and create and heal our body, when it comes from a state of need and uh, fear, it doesn't go as well versus if we can find faith and acceptance of where we are then and and still move to where we want to be that is really the ultimate uh, attraction point so does this um there seems to be like a, a almost a relationship between the spirit spirit component and religion is there is there an overlap here does it does it relate um personally religion i'm not a big fan of because Mm. a lot of it creates limiting beliefs like if you read something Mm. and it's telling you a way you need to behave or what you need to follow and act you're doing that because of the religion versus okay what is in your being the doctrine yeah exactly and i find a lot of people end up with limiting beliefs that prevent them from following their passion and their purpose and really tuning into what are their beliefs, what is their truth. And you're not going to find that by following a doctrine. I find that we need to really be open to all things. And I personally have, you know, I read the Bible. I have followed uh, a lot of scripture and I have, um, looked into Buddhism and Hinduism and all sorts of different religions, and we can find truth in all of them. Yeah. And any book that we read can bring us a revelation, and it, it will be very different for each individual person. You can give ten people a book, and one person might have a revelation, one person may, and the rest of them may not. Yeah. Um, so we really just have to be more open to listening and tuning into what our spirit says and what our truth says because a lot of people in different religions are living a lot out of fear and um, a fear of punishment or um, just a a fear that they are going to get in trouble for doing certain things and if we really tune into when we read something no matter where it comes from when you have a revelation your your body tingles and you know that it is a truth but if you have a block then you're not even going to be open to it yeah wow this is great content thank you very much for sharing again now i know that you've written your own book and i want to uh talk about that at some length it's called heal yourself what uh what was the i guess the the reason for writing this book well as a practitioner i can work probably with about 100 to 150 people a year and that is because I've been really fine-tuning my business for quite a while now that's a lot of people and it's great but I wanted to reach a lot more people and really teach them and show them the importance of this mind body and spirit approach and the importance of running labs and getting proper supplements customized for their body Mm -hmm. And how long did that take to, to go from start to finish? I started that in January and I wrote probably about 30,000 words in a few weeks and then wow. I got really scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I put it aside. I was writing the 
um, the science part. And I had a lot of fears coming up that wasn't good enough, nobody mm -hmm. was going to read it, and all sorts of things. So I put it aside, and the universe uh, decided to break it down into smaller steps for me. So in March, I ended up having the idea to write the meditation part. And I sat down for three weeks, and I wrote about 30,000 words and sent it off to the editor. And they're like, this is too short. I'm like, huh. Too short? It was too short at 30,000 words. Oh, and, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll add in the mindset stuff, all the mindset stuff that I've learned over the five years that I had been working on it. So I went to work on that, and and I finished, and it was about, I think it was about 58,000 words. And they say 70 to 90 is, is a really, 70 to 90,000 is a really good number to, good number. to hit. It's yeah. a good number, right? So I was a little short, so I'm like, well, I have this other 30,000 words sitting over there. So maybe I will add it in. So I added it in and I ended up fine-tuning it and it ended up being about 110,000 words. So I had to cut it back a little bit. But okay. um, it was all broken down and I finished. My goal was to finish it by the end of the year. And I, I think I finished it and submitted it to the editor on the 31st of December. So tell us a little bit about, um, before we talk about the content of the book, what it felt mm -hmm. like when you finally was were published and it was out there. That felt, it, it felt really amazing that like you have that, oh my gosh, I did this, I did this, and then the fears hit, right? Yep. And it's really good <laughs> that you've already set the ball rolling on everything and there's no turning back because mm -hmm. you would turn back. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens like that. So, of course, the fears hit. I, I put so much of myself uh, into, into the book. It. It's, it's, it's a very vulnerable state to share all of that information, especially... Um, in the mindset aspect, I share a lot of my own personal journey and that brings up those fears, but <clears throat> facing those fears is where we grow. So with all my mindset training, I knew that. So it was kind of like, okay, fears, I welcome you. I accept you. This is, this is normal. You can come with me. You're definitely not allowed to drive the car, but you're welcome in the back seat. And I'll, I'll definitely, um, love and accept all of, all of you back there, <laughs> uh, <laughs> So we did we just did it and we we plowed through but with all the changes in the world that were happening i didn't get to do as much of the promotion that i wanted wanted to do when it was launched um and we ended up i, I launched in august uh, and then we ended up on august the 17th and we ended up buying the house very suddenly in september in florida it's so it was a very then. big move yeah, well, look, yes. congratulations on the Thank book. You. And anybody who's listening yeah. to the Thank show you. today, make sure that you visit the link that we provide uh, at the bottom of the post. No matter where you see, you'll be able to get back to that uh, Heal Yourself book. Now, I think the label of the book gives it away, the title of the book, Heal Yourself. But tell us a little bit about, the, I guess, the main core of the book and some of the elements that you cover. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I broke it down into pieces. It's body, mind, and spirit. The part one body is all about the science. Um, my editor actually had me take out the heavy science and put it in the back in the appendix. Mm -hmm. um, she's like, I don't understand any of this, Sandy, and it shouldn't <laughs> be in the front of your book. And I'm like, all right, I, I accept that feedback. So it's science, hopefully in a way that the majority of people can understand. And it's all about running the proper labs. It goes over my program and the steps that I take with my clients so that people are able to go through it and ideally order some labs themselves and then use the appendix in the back of the book to go over their labs and have an understanding of what their labs mean. 
Um, and then part two is all about mindset. I share there, there's not, there's no fluff in this book. It's not no. fluffy. Yep. Um, it's to the point. It's like, these are the things that really help me. These are the revelations that I have had and the concepts and the exercise and the tools that have really helped me on my journey. And then part three is spirit. And it's all about meditation and connecting to your higher self so that you're able to get in touch with your passion, get in touch with your, your purpose, really start hearing that inspiration through meditation. Yeah, fantastic feedback. Thank you very much. Now, um, where can people buy this book? So it is available on Amazon and Audible, and you can also get a free paperback copy. You just have to pay for the shipping anywhere in the world. Yep. Um, yep. And it's, it's $9.99, I believe, um, regardless of where you are in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, that you can get that at getheelyourself.com. And we'll be making sure that the links back to um, awesome. yourself are available no matter where, where people find this call. But mm -hmm. you also have some other things going on. You've got one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching as well as your certification course. Tell us about those things. Yeah, and I've, I'm slowly moving away from the one-on-one -on -one coaching. So over the next year or two, that is going to definitely be decreasing in the number of clients that I take on. Um, I just have so many so people contacting on. me on a daily basis mm. wanting to to work with me and there's only so much that I can do and right now my focus and my my passion right now is my integrative healing academy and that's where I teach people to do exactly what I do to be able to work from home you can work anywhere in the world you can learn how to analyze and interpret labs and design protocols for your clients mm -hmm. and help them on their healing journey. Yeah, that's wonderful. There's just so much to to unpack here, and it's not likely mm -hmm. that we'll be able to cover it all. As you mentioned, no, it's very deep, and um, there's uh, a lot you can learn, and we'll share your uh, main domain shortly. So mm. in, in that, where do people connect with you, and what's the process that you take them through to start working with you, Sandy? Yeah, so if they're looking for more information with working with me, they can actually go to sgintegrativehealing.com. Um, and the Integrative Healing Academy website will be up shortly. We're just getting ready for the first launch, which um, is going to be opening for enrollment um, in May. Well, actually, just in a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, uh, time flies, doesn't it? Yes, and it's, I'm only taking a limited number with our initial beta launch just so that I can make sure everybody has the tools to be successful in the course. And we're going to be doing a lot of um, live, not live in person, but live classroom learning online um, just to make sure everybody is grasping the concepts. And then we'll be ready for our really big launch um, in December of 2022. So that's something that we're all going to be working uh, mm -hmm. forward towards with you, Sandy, and anybody who's on Thank the you. call today who wants to support Sandy and actually start working with Sandy, you can go to sgintegrativehealing.com. I'll be making sure that that link is provided below this post, no matter where you see this wonderful call. And on that, Sandy, thank you so very much for joining me on the show today. You are very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.